1: Hi there, this is Martin Popoff, scribbler of 85 Heavy Metal Books and host of History in 5 Songs with Martin Popoff podcast When I need to get my kiss fix, I listen to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus Listen to us both on the Pantheon Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Check them out
2: Oh boy Here we go Press into buttons.
1: Rinker Simmons? Star? Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting! Hey, Spray. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss ties. Is that a positive good? thing?
2: Okay. Alright, going to grab me a nice cold mellow yellow. Yeah.
1: Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck, him. fuck him. 617 525 You do Hey Fucko Do you like kiss? Settle down Hello Hey What's up there Kiss Army Tom and Zeus and Joey Casada With another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 219, Ultimate Kiss Madness wrap up. Boys, how are
3: you? What's up? Boys, thanks for having me. I know I was your first choice for tonight's uh episode. I was honored to be a part of it, even though I'm not in the Hall of Fame, you pieces of shit. Oh, uh nice. and just so just for just for the record, I'm going to put this on the record right now. I got Thousands and millions of fans <laughs> writing me, <laughs> writing me, Mill- I millions. Right. <laughs> writing me emails posting on your stupid pages that I deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm going on record right now. I will never enter the Hall of Fame. Never. Perfect. I don't care you'll how never many times. <laughs>
1: no. no you'll
2: you'll never, never. You'll ne- but we've, we said this before we started recording. The best thing for your career was not getting into the Hall of Fame. Well, that's a slight exaggeration. No, it's the be, be, no, it's the best. It's, it's the best thing for your
1: career. Trust me. What, what, Trust me. What? What's the best thing? The playing with Ace, torn with Kiss. No, not getting into the he <laughs> loudcast Hall of Fame. Well, I'll tell you, it has the most legs. It's still living. Hey, yeah. uh, should, should we tell people why Joey
2: is here? Do we, should, do we want to upset? Well,
1: him? the funny thing is, I said Joey earlier. I'm like, I don't even remember who we put in, but I do remember who we didn't put in.
3: <laughs> it's true. You, you couldn't name the Hall of Fame right now if you tried. No. But, I'm like,
2: what, what were the categories? Well, what's what's Susan Lucci famous for? <laughs> Never winning the award, right? So yeah. there you go.
3: You don't know who the hell won those stupid Emmys every year, but you knew she didn't win.
1: <laughs> she was a hot little Italian number. Well,
3: that's what they say about me, Zeus. Perfect. Hot little oh, Italian number. You. That's true.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Susan so Lucci every- and Joey Casada. No. No. The Pizon twins. <laughs> you get to bang, Susan Lucci, Tom, but you have to hook up with Joey too. Is Susan Lucci still alive? Let me tell you something right
3: now. Oh, if no. Tom saw me and Susan Lucci in a lineup right now, he's a hundred percent choosing me.
2: One hundred. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now, Joey. I'd pick you anyways. I'll my, pick you anyway. my buddy. My buddy's got to be nine babies. Oh God! All right, that's this is why you're not in the Hall of Fame. You're talking about your own ass. <laughs> she's got to she, be ninety, right? I don't know. Let's not talk about be, it. I,
3: she was feels like she was like seventy five back
1: then. Yeah, and, uh, like thirty years ago. Right. Oh, she might be one twenty. <laughs> Get a little nice little gummy from her. She's, uh, she's she's
2: she's she's still alive. She's uh she's still alive. She's seventy. She'll be she'll be seventy seven this year. That's it. Yep. Wow, what does she look she like? like? She looks older, I guess. For 77, she looks bad.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I was trying to be nice until a picture part. that she looks like a scarecrow with like two little fucking cantaloupes for tits. They don't even look real. Anyways, this is what it this is why Joey can't come on the show cuz we digress. All right. So, I'll all right. Should we
1: tell people why Joey's on? Go ahead, you
2: Take control, right. my friend. For, for, so every year we do the tournament. Every year, Jericho forces his way onto our show to be part of a tournament wrap up. And because Fancy Pants Jericho is touring with Fozzie, he said he couldn't make it. We get it. So we said, all right, I guess we'll just settle on Casada. You know as
3: well <laughs> as I know that is absolutely false. <laughs> Jericho is a shit guest. The people don't demand him, <laughs> they demand one person. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me hit my music Zeus
1: oh you already had your theme as soon as I announced you you already played <laughs> uh, hit it again
3: not... hit it again fuck him yeah all right so yeah anyway. so this is
2: so so this is what we do we break down, we have some fun we talk at the tournament we talk about the winner we congratulate our our shout out loud caster bracket champion Josh Brown we'll get into that and then, uh and then we just have fun talking kiss Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. You didn't
3: win. That's why I think I'm on right now. I did not win? (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm serious. Did I win? Didn't you pick, like, charisma to win the whole thing? No, I (laughs) I have Detroit Rock City. Go look at my sheet right now. you and 300 other people picked (laughs) Detroit Rock City. I
3: filled out all numbers. That's what you guys wanted, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Regardless, regardless, let's talk about last week's episode. We did part two. Of Ace Fraley Joining Eddie Trunk uh, And uh, we get on We got into it We did a little poll But before we get a poll We got to give a shout out To the tax man Oh Jesus Christ That's right Hey our, our, our
2: amazing sponsor I've said this before And I'm not just saying this Because he's a sponsor and a friend He took care of my taxes this year Tony Barone from ABCPA Inc He's not only a sponsor And a listener of the show He's my tax man So we want to tell everybody that ABCPA Inc. is an accounting firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all your accounting and tax needs. For businesses, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing your federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing your personal federal and state income tax They have access to all 50 states, so whether you live in Brooklyn, New York, or San Jose, California, ABCPA can prepare and e-file on your behalf. Did you know Kiss Army? If you own a business with employees and have had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website at abcpaink.com That's www.abcpaink.com or email our buddy Tony at Tony at abcpaink.com That's Tony at abcpaink.com or call him directly at 708-430-3232. That is 708-430-3232. I mean, you
3: got, please tell me at least CPR Inc. is doing your taxes for free. It's CP,
2: it's ABCPA Inc. Don't you dare
3: insult our sponsor. SDQ Inc. gets this prime spot every week. I got to press the stupid fast forward button four or five times to get through this before I hear the end. And I still hear you rattling off this freaking (laughs) promo. Please at least tell me Tony Barone from QBR Inc. Is doing your taxes for free. Please tell me.
2: That is, that's private business information that we can't disclose publicly that's on our the podcast. our personal
3: private business. He has to be pleased. He's better. For this slot right here. My book should be this slot right here. Pay us. We'll the BBC, do it. <laughs> the BBC pay us. Inc. BBC Inc. Slot <laughs> gone. Put the Start with the dream book. I'll pay you guys. Top dollar. Check is in the mail. Just start doing it, and I'll see what kind of feedback I get from my sales, and you'll get a piece of revenue.
2: Talk to our marketing and sales department at the conclusion of this episode, and then we'll set you up. Okay? Jericho is not your marketing and sales guy. I'll talk to him anyway. That's true. That's true. But anyways, let's get to our poll. So last week, we talked again about Ace appearing on Eddie Trunk. God, my God, that was just another disaster. So, of course, we had to come up with a poll. We want to come up with something fun here. So we asked everybody what we got a ton of votes on this, which sometimes the, the poll involvement amazes me. What do you think is more likely to happen? That Ace and Kiss continue to fight? That Ace performs at the Madison Square Garden shows? That Ace shoots lasers out of his guitar at Paul? Or that Paul throws Ace overboard on the Kiss cruise? Joey, what do you think is most likely to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what my wish would be Ace throws
3: Paul overboard at, on the cruise. I mean No, Paul throws Ace overboard. No, no, no. I'm re- oh, it, oh, I re- see. Re- I'm rearranging it. Okay. I would love to see the fight. I want to see them go at it. I would love to see Ace tackle Paul and just launch him overboard and Paul fucking flapping in the wind, pizza go flying everywhere. And wine and his electric bike goes right right on, right in there with him.
2: I think the funny thing about that question is us thinking that Ace would ever be asked on the Kiss Cruise. <laughs> but anyways, 67% of the people have no sense of humor, and they just said Ace and Kiss will continue to fight. That that's probably what's gonna happen. We but we tried to make it fun, but you guys are all boring. B Cruzel says, I personally like the option where Ace and Peter point to Tommy and Eric and yell to security. Those two beat us up and took our costumes. Ooh. Tough. But
3: no joking around. Am I crazy to say if Kiss had any sense of humor, how fucking epic would it be? They recreate the last scene in Phantom of the Park. I, I'm with you, buddy. Amazing. And they battle on stage. They have goofy, cheesy effects. And they literally battle on stage. And at the end, Tommy and Eric blow up. They put the smoke bombs. They're gone. And then the original four are there for a few songs. How can funny you imagine?
2: That- can you imagine how perfect that would be? Oh. What a, what what a dream scenario! What a dream scenario! Uh, what else do we got here from some of our listeners? Ken in Satan's Service, one of my favorite Twitter handler- handles. Another hilarious episode. I am not part of the Ace cult by any means, but I can understand his frustration with the years of constant jabs and comments made by Paul and Gene. But the two Eddie Trunk interviews didn't help his case at all. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, uh, Let's see. John Gross says Ace and Kiss are going to continue this because the rock press is all about clickbait. Yeah, we had a lot of people think that this was just like some publicity stunt. Ace ain't that smart. Ace is not that. Ah, What are you guys talking about? Uh, Let's see. Kevin's on fire, says another great Twitter handle. Forget playing together again. I want a reality show with the original four living in a house together. They could do group therapy sessions in the elder room. Oh, get that doctor from some kind of monster—the Metallica documentary—that'd be fantastic. But uh, that's enough Twitter for now because we want to get into the episode. Zeus, what do you got on your end of the land there with the Book of Face?
1: Uh, our buddy Backpack Brad Rustoven from
2: the Slamfest Podcast, QBC Inc. Oh, you stop you mocking our advertisers, damn you!
0: <laughs>
1: he says twelve-hour shifts. What are you, in a coal mine? Love it, Tom. Oh, yeah. I've been working six days a week, 12-hour shifts. (laughs) Scott Wheeler was joking about the fact that Ace would say something rotten, and then two seconds later, give them love. He says, Ace just heard the episode and said, Tom and Zeus are hack losers who know nothing (laughs) about music. But I really (laughs) like those guys. It's a good show. (laughs) <laughs> our buddy jeff kinsley from the kiss cruise yeah jeff Him and michelle they're fucking rock jeff's got a pretty cool youtube channel guys you guys should check it out that's right um, yeah he puts on a lot of good kiss shit on there he's a musician and he looks like dio so he rocks <laughs> so anyway jeff says thanks for these two episodes i didn't have the patience to listen to the interviews so it was good to get a detailed description of what happened and being able to laugh at all this shit. Nice. Uh, Bruce Fowdy says, hey, guys, great episode. Oh, hey, guys, great episode. <laughs> Bruce Kul- <laughs> Bruce Fowdy. <laughs> there he is. Bruce Fowdy Kulik. <laughs> hey, guys, great episode. Again, Ace showed us his true colors as a whack job who happens to play damn good guitar. Never gave a shit about the fans, ever. I will disagree with you on the point you made about Tommy recreating Ace's solos. Bruce Kulik made changes to those classic solos, made them his own. Didn't feel out of place. Paul literally made Eric Singer change his drumming style to be more traditional, less flashy. Granted, ES didn't have to go to extreme and full laundry while playing and Tommy solos both live and in studio. Are basically ace ripoffs, except not as sloppy. Uh so what do you think about Bruce Kulik said there, uh Joey?
3: <laughs> it weirdly sounds like Bruce, you fucking sick bastard. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> I've been told by uh, Eddie himself, who said he he <sighs> thinks our, our Bruce impressions are better
3: than our ace. That's all right. It's opinion. funny because because you know why? Because everyone does ace, he's fairly easy to do, right? Yeah. Bruce is not easy to do, and until you hear someone do it, you don't realize. You don't it. realize it. Yeah, that's what Bruce sounds
1: like. It's the hey, pausing, hey, yeah. it's the phrasing, like Captain Kirk. Bruce is awesome. We love him. <laughs> oh, he we doesn't love Doesn't have Bruce. like a weird accent no. or anything, but it's always like, it's always telling a story. Bruce Kulick, how you doing? What's going on? In the shade. Man. What a tour. Flapjacks, Best breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> love Bruce. Bruce is the man anyways yeah so what do you think about that joey i'm curious as as a musician uh what people say about hey they do change the styles you can play it without being boring yeah listen i mean listen
3: obviously tommy and eric are neutered right now to do what gene and paul want them to do now and i don't really i honestly don't know if it's gene and paul saying it or it's Tommy and Eric taking it upon themselves to try to recreate something. I don't know the dynamics. I really don't. But I do know obviously we've seen the revenge lineup. We know Eric plays different. And Eric can still play like that. Don't you know for the and I shit on Eric all the time now, but Eric is still a monster. He just chooses not to do it right now. Absolutely. And I, yes. and I don't know if it's because laziness or because he chooses not to do it, but even when when I toured with him in 2004 on the Rock the Nation tour, He played more simplistic than Revenge, but he was still flashy. He was still throwing some Eric Singer stuff in. So now he's more neutered than ever. And I don't know. I think, again, I I think I've said this before, maybe on the show. It's because of the click track. And for people who don't know what the click track is, it's they have to play to a click track. The drummer plays to a click track because not only because they're playing to tracks that Paul's singing to and and whatnot, but all the pyro and stuff and the lights are all synced to the show. So every beat and every hit of every every song is synced up with this click track, with the pyro, with the lights, with this with the track. So and I think either Eric is not trying hard enough or some drummers, and I've experienced this, just can't feel a way to improvise with the click.
2: Joey, before we spend an entire episode on this quickly, do you think it's as simple as him I mean, I hate to say this, but we've said this before. Do you think he's like literally bored? I think he's just phoning it in. If you, if you want my honest that, yeah,
3: opinion, I, 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 I think, I think he just okay. I know these songs backwards and forwards now. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna try to preserve energy and not go all out anymore, and kind of, I don't want to say half acid because he's still playing really
2: well. I think he just it, wants to get through the show.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what that that's what sucks. I see.
2: Yeah, too bad. Because you're right. I, I I don't think anybody, including Zeus and I, are denying his ability to be an incredible drummer. We're just we're just uh, making an observation of what we're seeing now. I forget when it was, but I think it was Bruce. Did Bruce do like a? I don't know if it was a
3: New Year's show. He did a show where Brent was sick. Do you guys remember this in Vegas? Yeah, I think. And yep, Singer sat in. Right? Am I wrong? Yes, I think he you did. are right. He couldn't do certain songs. Right, but Singer. If you watch clips from that show, has a little flash and a little li- little bit yes. of old singer in there, so he's excited again. I listen, I get it. A click track really neuters a drummer. It really it chops your balls off. That's what it does. And but you got to learn how to play with the click and still be a little bit
1: energetic. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. That's why we All have right. Joey the drummer on. All right. So Daniel Hall of Houston. After the reference to Kramer saying, "Well, we finally bottomed out," (laughs) my mind immediately went to a sitting in Kramer's apartment saying, "Hey, where are the cameras? I'm a good looking man." (laughs) And then another Seinfeld reference. Somebody like your point, Tom Zach Zedra says, "It's like talking to Morty Seinfeld." (laughs) 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 My wallet's gone. My wallet's gone. Uh, John Whiteman says, although I'm bored with the Ace drama, I don't think I'll ever get tired of Zeus's Ace imitation. I'd like to propose a tribute album of people recording Ace covers and (laughs) covers of Ace's terrible covers using their best, worst Ace imitation voice. The lead single could be Zeus singing, good times, bad times. If someone wanted to crowdfund this thing, I'll gladly chip in. It probably chart higher than his originals album.
3: Well, we got a drummer in the house right here who can do it for us. The best part. It's the word. Listen, I don't know why you guys don't do video. Listen, I know you're not handsome, men by any means. That's uh, true. I know. You should you should really be videoing and releasing your video because people don't. You every, For everyone out there, when these two morons do their ace impressions, they look like they're have. They look. I, I'm gonna say it. They look like Jerry from Facts of Life. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, told again. Dude, you, this this is why you're not in the Hall of Fame. This is, you had to do it again. You had to their, do it. Their hands are up. Their 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 mouth is crooked like Sly Stallone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from the Goonies. What'd you say? Yes, you. There oh, you guys. <laughs> That's what you look like when you're doing it. So you got to release. The video of you
1: guys doing these. Let me ask you something. Maybe we'll release this video. Is there a like like uh, a presence of people like wanting more video content of your ugly mugs on PRC? Is there Trust is there me. like a crowd yes. of people saying, you know what? I need in my life is to look at those fucking mugs on PRC. <laughs> Listen, you know,
3: I can't stand either one of you and I hate your show, but I will tell you as, as moronic as you are, you know, you're fucking funny, but, and cause I, I, we have the same sense of humor. I fucking laugh nonstop when I hear you guys, (laughs) the only thing funnier than listening is watching Dude. you two idiots crack each other up. <laughs> okay, and so- fucking convulse. You're convulsing as
1: you're doing your show. You've got to do live people. show. I can't. Oh. I don't want fucking people. As soon as you put live people onto a show, like in a video, it's distracting from what we're doing. No, this it doesn't is have to be live. Shit. It doesn't have to be live. Just take this
3: stupid. We're on Zoom right now. For anyone who yes. doesn't know, yeah. yes. we yeah. see each other. Take this Zoom call. And throw it on YouTube. What do you we
1: edit everything? I add the comments. I'll add the fucking stupid. But torches. you don't have to do. Yeah. Dude, maybe,
2: I, may, You know what? Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll
1: include it in a Patreon tier. How about that? I
3: do it for my show. I do it the same way you're doing. By the way, my show is Top Five with Joe Gatto. It's uh, you can download it on YouTube.
1: Top uh, Five with Ernie. What is it called?
0: <laughs> Top Five with Ernie.
1: <laughs> I I I do it on Zoom.
3: Listen night, to my
0: show.
1: And,
3: and then I edit it. I edit the video. Right. And then I export it as an MP3 and a video. I export both. You edit the video the same way you edit the audio, you goofy
1: idiot. Wow. We do that for our ARC interviews. We'll continue to do that. We just recorded one. We're not gonna say Why? with who, but that'll be coming down soon. Why we'll more abbreviations?
3: Why do we have to do ARC and QBC Inc. and all
2: can we just can we say words? No. Our listeners aren't smart, Joey. We have to dumb things down. They're KISS
1: fans, Joey. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. All right, what's anyway, next? Anyway, let's, let's, let's move let's on here. Let's
1: finish this shit today, right? Um, so, over on Loudcast is, uh, Justin Steele wants to know, what's your provider? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Murphy puts on the We Officially Bottomed Out YouTube clip of Seinfeld. And the uh, shout out Loudcast winner of the Ultimate Madness Tournament. Josh Brown says, the past two weeks have been a train wreck. What a two-part series. Two of the best episodes. Ace is a graphic designer? Who do you think creates his shitty album covers now? (laughs) See? Oh, man. Over on Instagram, uh, Motherfucker18 says, there was no dirt spilled. We know. We know. And then over on our YouTube page, Mark Stewart. I love Ace. He's my favorite. However, Ace brags about not using backing tracks, but I think maybe he should because Ace sucks live. He's slow. I mean, his band is on the second verse, and Ace is still singing the first verse. <laughs> that's fucking awesome tom let's wrap up emails and move along before joey gets upset yeah all right we got we, we got a ton of emails from you guys we love you
2: guys we said we're gonna just fly through two quick ones here so we can get on with the episode first one comes from fellow patreon and uh our buddy we hung out with at the winery dogs concert our buddy aj he says not sure if you guys heard eddie trunk today but i hope it doesn't open a can of worms Somebody told Howard Stern <laughs> that Eddie Trunk looks like Stewart from Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. I and, we will f- and we will finish up our feedback with one from the winner of our tournament, the aforementioned Josh Brown. He starts off with Hey, guys, Josh Brown. <laughs> I know I've said it on social media, but I just want to take a moment to applaud you for being the number one KISS podcast and doing the awesome things you do for the loudcasters. Like I've said before, finding the podcast has reinvigorated my love for KISS this past year. My wife has also found that she enjoys KISS tunes, and I can often hear her humming along to the songs that she likes when they come on in the car or in the morning before work. For some reason, it's always lick it up. Thank you so much for continuing to captain the fleet of KISS podcasts. In my opinion, there's none better. I'm not saying this because I won the tournament. The podcast is never boring, and the Loudcasters group is an awesome place where we can all sit and talk about KISS. Not to mention it's full of really cool people. Even future shouted out Loudcast Hall of Famer Joey Cassada. No.
1: He put that in Dude, his take, the, take, take the prize away from him. Edit it out. I will <laughs> never
3: enter, and I still don't know why this idiot Josh Brown won. I picked Detroit Rock City. <laughs>
1: I want to hear the criteria why the- he won. The guy complimented you, and you called him an you idiot. You called him so an idiot. I guess no, so. I did. Edit that out, Zeus. No, we're that. gonna keep that in <laughs> here no.
3: so no. Josh can hear no. it. <laughs> Josh, they, they, they I, I didn't, I didn't. Oh, we that. trick you. Zeus, no, they
1: <laughs> just edited it in. It was, it was all trickery. This is what was like we said before. They're all idiots who listen. Don't to buy us. Joey's next fucking yeah. book, CD, whatever he's got <laughs> coming out. Okay, Gosh, right, let, let me let me, let me finish hear this. Hear God anything, damn it. Josh. <laughs> he
2: says. Also talk about whatever you want. Fans of shout out Loudcast are going to listen to enjoy. Fuck the people that don't like what you talk about. They don't have to listen. Like you said to me, if you have fun doing your podcast, it's always going to be good. And let's not forget that Josh does have a podcast called chat from a hat. Check him out. I applaud the fact that you stay topic and take big news segments and turn them into episodes, the A stuff, the sink and Stanley stuff, the listen with doc and everything else keeps the show current. And none of us are going to fault you for that. Never stop rocking and being awesome. People and he's signing off with his new moniker, which I believe is courtesy of fellow Patreon Hall of Famer, Jim Riley. Ooh. He signs off as Detroit Josh City. I almost said Detroit Josh shitty. That would have been a, diff- uh, uh, that would have been a different uh, one.
1: Detroit shitty <laughs> Josh. Much. What?
2: But anyways, Josh, thank you. Congrats on the tournament champion. Your prize pack will be coming pro within the next six to ten years. Uh, and we thank you for being a supporter and a Patreoner. And for all this, Josh, you are the comment of the week.
1: Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. Josh, your stuff is coming in the Dubai Air Express package. <laughs> it should be received Actually,
2: shortly. We've signed a deal with Joey Cassada will deliver your prize.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm let's gonna, say I'm, I'm going to rent Paul Stanley's uh, electric
1: bike. I'll, I'll be on my way. <laughs> That's all you hey, need. But, and Josh is a Patreon member, Tom. And it's time to thank our Patreon family. Uh, Patreon is where you can become part of the group. You contribute to our show, help us out. And there are four different tiers. And then we, in turn, um, help you guys out with either merch, uh, part of the show, uh, input, polls, a family. Uh, There's like discussions that we do amongst the Patreon people that makes it a ton of fun. Uh, All you guys that are part of Patreon know how much you mean to us. We love and appreciate all that you do. It's a big way to help the show. People will will say, how can I help you guys? I love what you're doing, and we want you to continue. Best way is go on to our Patreon, right on our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. There's a button there for Patreon. Click that, support the show. That's the best thing you can do for us. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you, and congratulations again, again to Josh.
2: Yes, Patreon guys, you rock. Love you guys. Thank you for everything. Again, uh, you guys were part of putting together the brackets for the tournament. That's also great. And uh, album review crew, you guys, your pick will be coming up in a few months. And everything else that you guys do to contribute to us to uh, keep the show going and make it greater and greater all the time. Thank you, guys. You're the best. And again, another shout out to Josh. Thank you.
1: Yeah, so guys, what we do next is we go into Kiss World. And late last night, I send a message out. Uh, I. And Tom is obviously asleep. Joey sees it. Um, the word was about Gene coming sick in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know,
3: these guys are in their seventies. You know, all jokes aside, it's scary when we hear stuff like this. You know, my I literally had a lump in my throat when I saw that, and I got too. I got nervous for Gene. I, you know, I know they're downplaying it now, as it was very hot, and I and you're it absolutely happens. Um, I've played shows hundred plus degrees even as a young guy it's hard to get through those shows because i can't so i can't even imagine who's a young guy no when i when i played those shows and uh 70 plus you know all that gear i can imagine but you know heat stroke and stuff can lead to bigger stuff like a stroke like uh you know a heart attack so you know it's scary when we hear about you know the mortality of our idols like this so it just puts things into perspective as much as I, you know, we shit on a lot of the current product and blah, 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 blah. We should be thankful that they're still here. They're, we still have them to talk about whether it's shit on or praise, whatever it is, they're still doing it. Gene is doing what he loves to do. He took a five minute break and came back out. He could have easily said "That's
2: I'm done for the night. So, you know, give, give, give him some credit. I'll tell you right now. As obviously lifelong Kiss fan, Gene's been my guy since I was five years old. Uh, that image of him in the full demon gear, sitting down, yes, defeated. Yeah, it reminded it bro- it broke my heart. I mean, we don't get we don't get emotional and shout it out loud. that that made me sad for two reasons. That that's my demon. And Joe, you said it best. These guys are old. Like they they've been part of our life for our entire life. And now you're looking at the prospect of that's not that's never that's there's going to be an end, and it's like when you see an old athlete, like a kid you grew up with, and he's and you're like this guy can't this guy can't play anymore. Now granted, he did come back. We got a lot of comments on our social media about people saying uh, our buddy Jeff Kinsley is familiar with that area, and he said "A, a terrible decision for them to play. The humidity and the heat is brutal there, so to play there this time of year with all that gear. Off the top, just a bad decision. Wow. Uh, but you're right. Heat stroke for anybody can have long lasting effects. Not not to mention a 72 year old guy. So I, I just we love Gene. He came out and said he's fine, and I applaud him for that. But yeah, that made me nervous.
1: Yeah, Tom, you hit the nail on the head. Seeing him, the one thing about Kiss is you still. I know they don't look like them in the 70s, but because of the makeup, right? You don't see them as old up there. Exactly. They don't, they don't look like Deep Purple, the, right? You know the car, uh, the uh, the ver- version of Deep Purple that's up there now—all old, fat, gray-haired people. You don't notice it. Even Stern said when he was on with them, "You guys in the makeup, I can't tell that you guys are old." Right. Gene in that fucking chair looked old. Terrible. It, it was the terrible. First time it occurred to me, these guys may be like age may be a problem for them. Because it never occurs to you. The first right? thing it's, I thought. The, f- the first thing I thought when I saw that, and I know
2: people like, "Oh, he had heat stroke. He got some water, and five minutes later he was back." All I could think of. They got fucking eight months left of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and when and when I, it just I don't it just it, it broke my heart. It just. But when me... you
1: see them performing, we take it for granted. Yes. It's Like the athletes. Yes. That when you're watching them play, and you play a video game, and you're like, "Oh yeah, the video game. They never get tired." Their their stamina is always a hundred in the video game, but like, you'll see him on the thing and you're like, dude, how the fuck did they just run back and forth? Well, the wide receiver doing all these routes and they're back. Like you never occur to you that this guy's fucking dead. He's got dead legs. Gene looked like he was like, and I've never had that impression of kiss. It's never ever. Nope. And what people
3: don't understand too, is it's not, listen, obviously we know it's, it's the stage. It's the makeup. It's the gear. It's the heat. It's the lights. It's the pyro. It's the performing. Plus, everyone forgets the travel, the jet lag. Think of mm-hmm. it just when you guys, you know, if you travel to California, the first day you're there, you're like a little shot, your jet lag, the travel. I know they don't travel conventionally like everyone else, but it still takes a toll on you. Yeah. So all of that stuff combined with getting on that stage and playing, you know, like they play, it's scary. And, you know, I I just, you know, knock on wood. Let's get them through this. Let's, let's yeah. send them off. Whether it's the way we want to see them off or not,
2: let's see them off healthy. Well, think yeah, about it. The tour, the, the tour was supposed to be over three years ago. Yeah. Think of that. COVID added all this onto this. Yeah.
1: yeah. The thing that amazes me is like I'm sitting there, you know, how many times have we done Thanksgiving episodes where we're yeah. like, thankful. Everybody's alive. We're yep. like, take that for granted. At that age, somebody should have, Probably yep. kick the bucket. And the fact that they're all alive, but I do have to say this because he just can't, he just can't like put something out there that makes, that aggravates half the Kiss fans. Paul Stanley writes five hours ago on Twitter, back, the road continues. It feels awesome. But an hour ago, he has to put this out here as though somebody said something and he has yep. to do something. By the way, the on-stage temperature during the show last night was 116 degrees. Try doing that two plus hours. Like instead dude, no of one being asked you it's not was... about you, it's oh. fucking Gene. No one fucking criticize you, you fucking defensive bastard. Where, where's the criticism come that you have to throw that out there yeah. to deflect?
2: I like the by the way,
1: Oh, like of
3: course well listen obviously we we've we we bitched about this hours on end paul is a whining everything is about him yep i have to defend my own persona and my own legacy he thinks everything is about him where this is not even Gene sick getting the spotlight because he's sick and he, he couldn't make the show Paul wants the attention for that. Too. That's right. Yeah, saying that's that right. they're
1: all doing that in the temperature. Yes. It wasn't exactly just him. Right. I did it, but I didn't fall down like Gene did. Th- that's, 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 actually, rather- that's,
2: that's actually how I interpret that. Try doing that. So what right. is it? Is he is he is he shitting on Gene because Gene yes. passed out?
1: Rabbit- <laughs> try Rabbit- try lip sync into that. For no. <laughs> 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 well,
2: I'm
1: just saying. Uh. But you know what I mean? Like, why yeah, do you have to say that? Gene comes out with a fucking self-deprecating, love him, whatever. His comment was perfect. Yeah. Enough to like, hey, guys, I'm okay. It yep. wasn't like. And and how
3: about this? How about saying the
1: opposite? Taking it off of
3: yourself and putting it on Gene and saying, hey, guys, it was 116 degrees. I got no shirt on. I'm running around. I'm okay because my body's airing out. Exactly. Gene, Gene has 40 pounds of armor on. Yep. He has his body can breathe. His pores can't breathe. It's affecting him in the heat. That's what happened. It's much easier for me. Gene is Gene is the true warrior.
1: Or just saying something like, thank God, my brother, my brother's okay. It was a little bit of a scary, but he he's a trooper to deal with that in that heat. God bless him. We love him. He's my brother. Something like that. But no, right. you tried doing that because I was doing it. And and I, but I, I, the, 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 the best, the best, though, is the
2: by the way.
1: Yeah, yes. like meaning like ah. something. He read some comments. And then somebody and then he had to jump in.
3: Listen, but he jumped
1: he, in by insulting Gene and everybody else. Fucking obviously,
3: idiots. when you guys were on my show last week and we did the worst kiss moments of all time, this new Paul is it's not even close what i dislike about kiss the most in their history it's whatever version of paul stanley is right now not only vocally i don't even care i get it he's 70 something years old not everyone can sing anymore it's his new persona and attitude and mr renaissance
1: man i just can't take it anymore i don't blame you brother the other thing I wanted to say about this is after uh, purchasing uh, off the soundboard, I'm like, "Wow, it's that hot! Where the fuck is he? Poughkeepsie, New York? Yeah, exactly. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Have you listened to that, Joey? Uh, uh, we're gonna save our review for that later. But, but just go, go the ahead. Paul Stanley raps about the fucking temperature, and and, yes. and it's like. What the fuck, dude? Where the hell are you playing in? Fucking Dante's in seventh <laughs> ring of hell? What the fuck? Why is it so hot in Poughkeepsie? Probably,
2: yeah, Poughkeepsie. You know the heat wave that goes there.
3: What the <laughs> fuck was that?
2: Joey, Joey loves Poughkeepsie.
3: Listen, I played Poughkeepsie many a times. Listen, I, I know we'll talk about it later, I'm sure, on the show. I'm I'm getting mad at people shitting on this this set off the soundboard because <laughs> it's exactly what we want. It's a piece of history that we have right now whether it sounds great or not. People don't understand soundboard mixes in general sound like horse shit. Yep. There's no effects, it's dry board mix. There's no crowd noise, there's no ambiance. It's direct mic into the board. Yep. So you're getting the exact what that performance was with no effects, dry. Yep. So it's not anything like the regular consumer has ever heard. So please take that for what it is. Are they are they sloppy? Of course they are. Are they are they tight? No. Is Mark shitting the bed on a lot of the songs? Of course he is. But it's a piece of history. God, if you would have told me five years ago that we would have a Mark St. John show that we could listen to almost in its entirety,
2: I would have said, I don't care what the quality is, give it to me. Joey, as a as a bootleg geek, uh people throw the word soundboard around as if it's like the gold standard of audio. Because a lot of, of times, because because the majority of bootlegs, especially the older ones, are what they refer to as audience recordings, which sound like shit because it's literally somebody in the audience right. recording it. So people are like, Oh, this is a soundboard recording. And and you're right, it does sound clear and it does sound crisp, but you you nailed it perfectly. It's dry, unadulterated. Just like you said, it's what you're hearing with with the mic plugged in with nothing.
3: The perfect way to describe it. And everyone has probably a lot of people have both of these. And if you don't have both of these, you can get both of these. Take the Virginia Beach off the soundboard 2004. Perfect example. Then take the instant live. Yep. From the same night. Dude, the same night, same show, same performance, right? Yep. Take both of those and compare them. Off the soundboard was literally what it is. It's off the soundboard mix. The instant live was mixed by a producer in a trailer, a live. It was mixed live, Live. but it was still affected and EQ'd properly. The difference is night and day. It's the same performance. Go listen to both.
2: Perfect example, Joey. You're right. It's the same show. Virginia Beach sounds like an absolute dumpster fire. You can't listen to it. The instant live is great. I agree. Yep. Joey is I there got, anything
3: Well, a okay. tiny piece of news. I mean, I had I I don't want, I can't go into too much detail about it. Okay. But I had a semi exciting week. I'm not sure if anyone saw any of my posts on social media. I did happen to record a few tracks with uh the aforementioned Mr. Ace Fraley. Hey,
1: Excellent. who the fuck is Joey Casada? <laughs> We congrats. talked about congrats. it, Joey. We and, we fucking sang your praises all congr- last week. Congrats. But buddy. tell us some more. Tell us some well, more. Wha- you know, wh- listen, I don't
3: like I said, I, I don't want to reveal too much, but I will yeah. tell you. And listen, I I've shit just like you guys, I've shit on the last few Ace Records. I think they sound muddy. I don't think the song quality is there. I don't think anyone's pushing him in the studio. Yeah. This album, I'm telling you, and I and I sent you a tiny clip of a song.
1: Not enough you did. to get me
3: in trouble, but a tiny clip. And yes. what was your comments, both of you?
1: Fucking awesome. Melodic, uh, completely <clears throat> different. God bless Steve Brown because he's having an effect because that's early fucking maybe Fraley's Comet type melodic yes. type
2: of songs. When you Great. sent it, I think one of the first things I said is that's not, that's not an ace record. <laughs> I think that's and what before, I said.
3: Before, <laughs> before, if Steve hears this before he yells at me, I literally sent a 10 second clip. Oh, I, what yeah, I don't even think it was so.
1: You sent right. us the whole fucking You, <laughs> you, you, fucking you sent liar. us the whole fucking <laughs> session
2: <laughs> Hey kids, gather around You didn't hear this from me, but here's Ace's new record you Here's fucks. what Steve was saying, saying about it too
3: Tell them the truth, you fuck You're gonna get me in trouble No, 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 no it, it,
2: I don't even know if it was 10 seconds, but whatever it right. was Our reactions Fantastic. were the same and, our reactions were the same, and Zeus and I weren't near Except each other. It's, the it's, drumming it's, it's, was fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, Very that so needed far. to be edited. awesome. <laughs> that needed to be edited. That was like an off-the-soundboard sound. But again,
3: when this record is released, I, I'll tell you more stories about the session, the fun ah, we had. Thanks, Joey. Ace was doing literally doing magic tricks for me while he was recording vocals. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Watch <laughs> me make all my tax problems disappear. You guys have no idea. I'm gonna tell you the whole story after the record comes out <laughs> so right. I so I get um just the clearance for it. But hey, hey everyone... Jerry, before
1: you hit the drums, pull my finger. I gotta <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's uh, Joey. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you later, Ginny.
2: <laughs> Blair.
3: Right. No, 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 Jerry's from Flax Backs of Life Ace. <laughs> I remember that show.
1: I was fun. That was the oh, I loved, I always loved that girl, to- Tootsie. What's her name again? Tootsie? I think I hooked up with the fat one. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Garrett? <laughs> Ooh, Mrs. Garrett, back that ass up! Who is the fat one? Oh, no, Natalie.
3: <laughs> Natalie.
1: Who's? Dude, that's the why. Yeah, but, I remember when I, I named my you, daughter. I was like, I'm not naming her Natalie because I think of the fat girl from Facts of Life Season five, they all became Natalie. Oh, uh, oh yeah, they oh, got oh. They all got a little <laughs> fat in the ass. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Oh god. Here but we anyway,
3: go. how, do we, how quickly, do we go into fucking Facts of Life?
2: God,
1: because Joey's on. People, that's true. We,
3: people are gonna love. This new record, it's okay. melodic, Ace. It's Steve is producing it. It's sound and co-writing a lot of the songs. It sounds incredible. Ace, I'm telling you, is singing his ass off.
2: Okay, I believe you. I believe you. We'll, we
3: will. We will we, we, we'll talk about it.
1: Bad times, you know. I've had my share.
3: The opposite, Waity. I'm telling you. Okay. I guarantee you, you will love it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. And Chuck Berry. (laughs) Fucking ace. Again, people don't understand. It's so, listen, I, I, and you, I could tell for years because ace is still ace. you got to work with certain people, people Mm. who don't push you and just let you just do what you want to do all the time. It doesn't work, especially guys who are superstars. And again, I hate to keep bringing back to fucking shitty Paul Stanley, but Paul has yes men <laughs> around him. Paul Stanley. Paul has yes men around him for too many years, and Monster and all that shit that they tried oh, to release. Yeah. Yes men telling them you're great and this sounds incredible. It sounds like horse shit. Someone needs to tell them and push them to the limit. That's why if Kiss would have gotten a producer for Monster. Song-wise, they would have chopped them up, cleaned them up, and made them sound more cohesive, and that's what's happening with Ace right now. You'll see.
1: Gotcha. Awesome. Hey, There's last enough. thing of news before we get to the uh, uh, episode is uh, 20th anniversary of my favorite member of the Kiss family non- non-actual non uh, player in the band, and that is Sean Delaney's 20th anniversary of his passing. That's right. Um does not get steal the credit that he deserves. Nope. Even the movie. And we'll talk about the movie at some point, the movie barely in it. Nope. Just his impact on the band uh, is so instrumental, especially the way, just as Joey described it, the one that would tell them the shit that they don't hear from other. Yes, man. Yep. He was the one that would do that to them in the beginning. And he didn't favor any one of them. He was, you know, doing fucking crazy shit with Ace and Peter. Yet, you know, he's there producing Peter, helping Peter, excuse me, do his album. Peter's begging him to do his stuff. Yet he produces Gene's album. Yet he does songs like fucking Mr. Speed with Paul. No favorites. Just fucking awesome. The band was his number one goal. And just unfortunate that his Rolling Kiss... Has been kind of diminished through history.
2: And if you're and if you're a new listener, if you're not familiar, we interviewed Brian Canard, the author of Hellbox, the Sean Delaney story. Uh, it's an absolutely incredible book. I wish it was getting more publicity. We try to push it every time we talk about Sean Delaney. Go back and listen to that interview with Brian. You can go on our website to find the book. It's it's incredible. The, the shit that you learned about Sean Delaney, like why is this guy not a bigger deal? constantly he should not be just a kiss insider
3: it's funny i almost consider myself your sean delaney because oh, i'm God. constantly telling oh, you guys God. listen who's then then who's the bill of, of one of us it ain't <laughs> gonna be me Talking am like guys bill. listen told you about uh frankie barone and this QB doll QB doll <laughs> ink and I'm telling you, Maroon. please cut this guy off. He's getting too much prime real estate. And I know it's coming. You guys are gonna listen to me. I am the shouted out loud cast, Sean Delaney.
2: Is that is that better than being in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Except
3: I he will shaved never, his I will,
1: mustache.
2: I will never enter your shitty Hall
1: of grow that little porn stash and then we'll call you <laughs> Sean Delaney. Okay. <laughs> hey, Sean, come over here. Um <sighs> anyway, Tom. Before we uh, before we get into our uh, subject, I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Sean in the back and, <laughs> and take care of some personal private business with him.
3: All right, did you how what'd you guys think of that ace freely magic trick? <laughs> did you did you guys find the thing that he made disappear? Keep looking, you'll find I, it eventually. I, I can feel it.
1: Yeah, thanks for showing us all the clips you have from the session again. Much appreciated. Will it, I will did it, not stop will let it.
3: Steve know. Steve, I'm telling you now, these stupid fucks. I did not show stupid anyone anything. Fucks.
2: Well, Joey, we 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 sent you a copy of the bracket. You don't seem prepared to review it with us, so I don't know what the hell you're going to do here. I got the bracket. This is this looks like my bracket almost to me. You almost, the- almost. God damn it! All right. So what we do? We just we break it down. We just kind of shoot the shit and talk about any surprises, prediction. I mean, of, of course, again, Detroit Rock City wins. It's the second time it's won a tournament. It won the Makeup Madness. Now it won the Ultimate Mad. Look. Is it my all-time favorite KISS song? No. Am I going to argue that it's winning these tournaments? No. Pleasantly surprised that Black Diamond made it to the championship. I thought it had a shot, but I think DRC ended up winning 60-40. So,
1: you know, another big thing I I will say, and I've said this many times when we've talked about it. Yeah. If you tell non-KISS fans or music and talk about the history and the thing of the band, the two songs that you can put up and say this is why Kiss is one of the greatest American rock and roll bands of all time. Yeah. And critics can't give you shit. You would throw in Detroit Rock City and you would throw in Black Diamond. I agree. And those two songs are the only, are, are by far for me like the best way to shove all the fucking snobs, you know, and stick it up their ass by playing those two songs like, yeah. Name me a fucking song that your band come up with that are as good as those two.
2: I agree. I mean, I love Deuce and I love I Stole Your Love and all the and I you know, but but
1: I mean Deuce two, is in there too. I would say Deuce the, might these, these, are as well. these are
2: the these are the these are the these are the two best. I mean this is a this is a perfect championship, Joey. I mean, right.
3: And listen, I agree. And they, listen, there's a fine line between, you know, obviously we were always yelling about the set list. Kiss fans are bitching about the set list, but they always pick the same songs. we how could you have the Tru City win their poll again? That's not what we're saying, morons. Right. Okay. What we're saying <laughs> is, what we're saying is, of course, we want if, if I go to a Kiss show and I don't hear the Trock City, I'm upset. I want to yes. hear Love Gun. I want to hear the Turok City. But there's six or seven songs inside that set list that mm-hmm. Kiss today or Kiss the last 20 years is telling us our classics. That aren't classics. They're not mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City. They're not Black Diamond. They're not Shouted Out Loud. They're not, you know, all, I, even I Was Made for Loving You. All these classics, right? When you, I want the variety of four or five songs. That's all I want. I don't need the whole set list brand new. Obviously, cruise set lists are great for us geeks, right? But that doesn't. I get it. It doesn't fly in the everyday world. All we're saying is, as Kiss nerds. We want the set list changed up, but we're not saying remove Detroit Rock City. We know it's the best song. I agree. It's probably the best song. You can interchange Detroit, Black Diamond, Love Gun, all these songs, any one of these could be the best songs ever, right? Mm-hmm. What we're saying is the War Machines, the Say Yes, all these, uh, the I Love It Louds. We don't the need 100,000 years. 100,000, we don't oh, need these every terrible. set. You could put them in, But interchange five songs a night, even once a week, whatever it is, just have a rotating four or five songs that aren't classics. Don't tell us these are all classics. War Machine is not a fucking classic. It's Stop it. It's not. I agree. It's a good good, good song. Don't you think they
1: would sell more tickets if you could go and you would go to five neighboring states because you would see five different sets?
2: We see that on social media right now. We see people saying that they're not they're, they're not going to the show because, quote unquote, I've already seen this 3 times or whatever yes. for the end of the road. You know, we're going because we are lucky enough to get tickets to those Madison Square Garden shows. But if they were, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie, we'd probably go. But if they were coming around here to the to the garden or to uh, down in Mansfield or something in the middle
1: of August, would we go? We'd probably go. But we wouldn't jump it That would probably get tickets like the day of The problem we've said this before Tom It's not what they're doing now for the last few years The problem is they did this Lazily Before this for 12 years Since 2012 they've been playing the same Fucking 20 something songs And they didn't do so now We're like we're going because it's the last time Right Why didn't you fucking put any effort before You didn't have to mail it in before let me let me
2: ask you let me, let me ask you guys this real quick so we can kind of stick up with the tournament here. Before you before we were all into podcasting and, and and obsessing over KISS fucking seven days a week like we do now, obviously we were KISS fans. Would your instinct have been to say that Detroit Rock City is the best? song? would you would you have still thought that or 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 do you think that that's Probably. because we're just consumed with Kiss 24 no, hours a day well, in the community and social media? It's like, no, oh, I would Rock say City. so
1: because of the lyrics yeah, and the I mean, music. I was, it's the definitive okay. fucking song. Okay, I
3: have a couple songs that every few years they change for me. Detroit Rock City, growing up for me, was always my favorite song. Okay, Live 2 is my, is my still currently my favorite record of all time. Yep. And Detroit Rock City, even though it doesn't lead off the concert, it leads off the record. Yep. My favorite, favorite track of, from Alive two of all time. But again, it interchanges. I happen to like love gun better right now. I love black diamond. I love, I stole You love. I love all these songs. Yeah. But that's what we're trying to say is, and again, back to the, the tournament as well. There's, there's two ways to do these brackets. And when you guys do, uh, when you start this every year, It's hard to tell which way to go. Do I want to fill out? Like, I kind of do it both ways. A lot of people do. do I don't want to do two brackets because it's it's torture. One bracket, but I do one bracket kind of both ways. Meaning, I legitimately pick songs that I want to hear now that I like better. But I can't go against classics as well. I'm not going to live in the moment and pick, you know, a million to one, which I love, over Detroit Rock City. I'm just not going to do it. And and on any given day, I might want to listen to Million One right now better than The Dark City. That doesn't mean that's a better song. So it's a catch-22. You can either fill out your bracket, all your favorite songs at that moment, all the deep cuts that you want. You would love to see a concert. I would much rather see one concert of A Million to Ones and Who Wants to Be Lonelys and all these rare songs than hear a, a nice balanced set. But we're not talking about one time. We're talking about in the whole history of kiss so, so you got to kind of mix it
2: up it's the same thing when you're filling out a a, a regular ncaa i mean do you want do you want to win the, do you want to win the espn bracket challenge well if you do then you got to fill it out yeah you got to or do you want to have fun and pick you know fucking fairly dickinson to, to win in the first round which they did Morat. like right so that that's why but i'm glad that when we do this we do this every year people have a ton of fun they submit brackets. They say, "I know I'm not going to win, but fuck it, I got charisma versus Mr. Right. Speed in the championship, and I love it." And they don't care. When
3: when I fill it out, I'm doing a little of both. I'm not, last thing I want to do is fill out a bracket to win the Peter North hockey jersey that you guys are giving away. I don't know what's Peter what giving away.
2: That's a prize, right?
3: Yeah. I don't. Whatever, whatever the hell you're giving away, I don't want it. We have more Peter North so, prizes too.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. Oh yeah, Jersey yeah. Ninja. You know Jersey. Um, I, uh, this is. Let me tell you something.
3: Sean Delaney here, boys. Oh geez. here we go. <laughs> Gather around. I want to tell you a little story. Go ahead. This is becoming a this is coming becoming a commercial podcast, and I'm re- getting very upset at you too. We have this, to talk about a,
2: we have to talk about our sponsors. We have to talk about Gene Simmons Money bags, So feel oh, free to oh, contact. Jesus
1: yep, feel Christ. free to contact us if you're interested in sponsorship. That's, That's right. right. That's, right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Hey, listen, so, guys. Go let's ahead. Let's circle Zim's. back for a second. Go ahead. Okay? Yeah. Let's look at these brackets and go through the songs because. You know what? Okay. I don't know if I can think of anybody else that I'd rather talk about Kiss songs specifically than you two fuck faces.
2: Okay? Yeah.
3: That's <laughs> so, what a compliment.
1: Let's look at the Gene Brad. Yeah,
3: fuck faces. Okay. So,
1: how bad was Deuce versus Thou Shalt Not? That is a kick in the nuts that Thou Shalt Not had to go up against Deuce.
2: Well, it's, yeah. It, it, I mean, what uh, you want to know how bad it was? I could tell you how bad it was.
1: No, but I'm just uh, saying, like, I feel do, bad. Deuce for Thou Shalt Not. Deuce won won that poll 89 to 11.
3: <laughs> okay. But again, you, you know, in the grand scheme of things, of course, Deuce is better. But if you ask me which song I want to hear right now, I want to hear Thou Shalt Not. Hey, I'll by tell the way. You,
2: I'll tell you right now, Zeus, you bring up a good point. I'll tell you right now, those are two of my all-time favorite Kiss songs yes. if I was going to make a playlist. As much as I love Deuce, now this is me personally speaking, Deuce is not... 89% better than Thou Shall Not. Again, or how when about these, this? When these polls go out, we understand that people people scroll through Twitter, bum, bum, bum. Oh, I've never heard of Thou Shall Not. Deuce gets my vote. We get that. I get that.
1: All right, but here, how about this? Who got the bigger pop when they were on the Kiss Cruise? When they played Deuce or when they played Thou Shall Not?
2: Thou
3: Shall Not.
1: Right? Of course. It yeah, of course.
3: I, I'm going to do a take right now that's not going to be popular.
2: Oh, well, here we go. Oh, as opposed to everything else? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Deuce is slightly overrated.
1: Nah,
2: it, uh, I like it. Is it slightly it overrated or overplayed? There's a difference. Both. It's
1: both. Okay. Yeah, and this is thing,
2: why you're not in the Hall of Fame. This is why you're not yeah, in the Hall of Fame. The Terrible thing that takes. I wanted
1: to say is the thing about Deuce is it opens up everything, right? And it's get get up and get your grandma out of here. Like, I personally,
2: new, th- I, I prefer it as an opener over DRC.
1: Yeah, I just feel like that is a fucking statement of band yep. saying, Get the fuck yep. out of here. There's a new sheriff in town. Yep, Get your fucking grandma out of here. We're going to blow the stage up. But anyways, yep. uh, I want you plaster caster. I'm like... That's that's a tough one. Eight and nine, I don't have I I all, all day.
2: I mean, I, got the, I have all the polls right in front of us, so we can even... Yeah. Uh, I, I first of all i love plastic Caster. love it i want you i i don't like it other than the guitar solo i want you won this poll 66 to 34 that's no. ridiculous plastic that is ridiculous. such a
1: catchy tune
2: such a catchy tune yeah,
3: yeah i would go at i want you again you're talking about leading off rock and roll over you're talking about truth it's, it's you know at the at this time you you know black diamond is the only intro that has this same type of feel to it right this this Fair. This slower intro with intro with the acoustic When this kicks in I agree, even though I love Alive live 2 I don't love it on a live 2 Because of all the Paul stuff in the middle yeah. But I want you as a very Very powerful song If you listen to Kiss doing it on the Revenge Tour It's incredible
1: Okay, alright Shock me, Reason to Live You're talking about the yeah, Ace Cult Versus a group That, you know that 80s kiss if you don't like 80s kiss and you're putting it up against the Ace Cult
2: that yikes. was a bad that that was that as they say in the tournament that's a bad matchup reason to live had zero chance <laughs> yeah. i can't believe it i cannot believe reason to live actually got 27% of the vote in that think about one out of every four voters voted for that over shock me that's insane
1: yeah beth versus the probably most overrated kiss song of all time uh, take me I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I was surprised that Beth not only lost, but got killed. And got <laughs> oh, curb stomped. Oh,
2: I it didn't loved, know Beth lost. Jo- wow, yeah, Joey, yeah. Joey, Take Me won 65 to
1: 35 over Beth. Take, take Me Me's is deep, so take, overrated. But not it only has that, become the cut. Mr. Speed part two. But like, but Mr. Speed is actually a great song. Take, Me's like take Me is not bad. Don't get me wrong. I like, wrong. I like the song, but yeah. it is take it's gone to a point where it's like well, –
3: the biggest
1: uh, I, deep cut, more so than almost Mr.
3: Speed. Well, I think they they have the almost opposite effect. Take Me is notoriously known for being left off of Alive 2, right? Because yeah. yes. they did that, Lost Alive 2, Take the Me misprint, was on The misprint, so, and it has the misprint right. with Hooligan. So yep. People want to hear that. And then the opposite effect is Beth, Beth. is over the yeah. But Beth is an incredible song. I definitely voted for Beth. Um I'm surprised. Take me one that much. I love Take me Two. too. Don't get me wrong, but but Beth's overrated <laughs> though. Let yeah. me tell you something. Without Beth,
1: I don't know if we have Kiss right now. No, you probably don't. We don't. It's it's a great song. It's overplayed and it's just fucking tough to listen to at times. But when, if you got the headphones on and you just listen to Peter singing, it's a beautiful, oh, beautiful. song. Of course, beautiful song. Great yeah. song. All right, let's move on. I was made for loving you up against one of my all-time favorites. Let's put the X in sex. Are you fucking kidding me?
2: Tough one here. I was made for loving you in 73 to 27. Oh. Tough, tough. Beat
3: down. Listen, I know Jericho would agree that goofy idiot. 80s kiss does not get the credit it deserves, especially... Later eighties, Kiss that that Crazy Nights smashes era of Kiss, right? The Rock Hard let's yeah. us put the X, the same Crazy Nights keyboard,
2: right? Joey, we had one one non makeup song in the Sweet Sixteen, and it was Unholy, which is right because unholy is the best non makeup song, and a, oh,
1: and Unholy is true. almost considered the the only n- um non makeup but makeup Kiss song. Like people put that in the makeup era, right. Unholy. <laughs> I yeah, guarantee meaning like if- it's it, your mentality is it's like a, oh, I see like what a you makeup said. kiss type song. I see what you know it said. isn't. If you yeah.
3: pull up my bracket, I guarantee I have a lot of non makeup songs in the sweet 16. Oh, I'm
1: sure you do. I'm I sure just, you do. I think let's put the X of sex is about as fun, catchy, hooky. And it yeah. just one oh, of the I trifecta agree. of Paul's awesome. I agree. And sex songs. And then we yep. got obviously black diamond. How the fuck did we rank that at number three? uh against domino. Now, I think you know, the bigger
2: question funny. is how the fuck did Domino get fourteen percent of the vote? <laughs> Come on, They, they call people. us Domino. What, 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 I want you to get to the worst poll result in this entire in this entire tournament. The See, worst I
1: like poll. let me go rock and roll. It,
2: it's terrible. And it's let me go when rock and roll, roll.
1: went terrible. up against Turn on the Night, which is an incredible, incredible catch in about that is if you want to put something in and be like, hey, what was Kiss like? Give me their, a hint what they were like in the 80s. How about this fun song? Here you go.
2: It was, one, it was one of the closest matchups. I think this was 54 to 46. And I listen, I know I
3: said it about Deuce, but I, this is a guaranteed statement. I don't care what anyone says. Let Me Go Rock and Roll is the most overrated Kiss song ever. I can't, I'm song- not going to
2: disagree. Not only is it overrated, I don't even like it. It stinks. Yep, I love it. I agree.
1: I love it's it. Gonna, really it's agree. not overrated. It's overplayed.
2: It's, it's the exact same but reason. I don't know
1: anybody that really loves it.
2: It's the exact same reason why I don't like Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. It's not. Oh yeah, that, I'm the same it's way. It's not. Neither. What, both of those songs don't represent what's the what the band what the bands do. They're trying I to capture never... like a, a 60s
3: sound or whatever. I don't like it. I have never, without just playing a whole record straight through, put on Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Never. Oh, God, though. It's terrible. It's not terrible. It's a fun
1: rock and roll song. Tom hits it on the head. It's just not indicative of the Kiss sound. It's more old school especially on Chuck Berry type of guitar. Right, right. Uh, But I I will tell you, though, Joey, in my opinion, it's not overrated. It's overplayed. Most Kiss people that you talk to will not be, oh, I love that song. They don't like it. They don't like it. It's just classic. It's just classic there and it's on but, a live and it closes. Yeah, a live. It, again,
3: it's one of those songs where kiss thinks it's a classic. It's not get rid of it. The guitar. Nobody is cares fucking if awesome. we ever hear it, it again.
1: Yeah, but live there are nights and you can tell how good the band is when either Tommy or Ace, whoever's playing it can really take you to a new level because the guitar on it fucking really, they go nuts. It it can work sometimes. Anyways, let's go now. Let's finish this bracket and get to the final four. So let's get what wins this bracket. Now we continue in this bracket. Now we got Deuce versus I Want You. There's no way I want you is beating Deuce. I'm sorry. It's just not a better song and it's not a more of a considered a classic as Deuces.
2: No, I agree. And I'm, and I'm not going to get into the percentages for every single poll here. It will be here till tomorrow. I, I, I told you, I, I want you shouldn't have won the first round. It absolutely had no right even competing with Deuce. So.
1: All right. Shock me versus take me. Ace cult's going to win that all day long.
2: And did yeah. it, it, it? I'm not gonna argue. I mean, it, it, to me, that's ace. That's my favorite A song. That's his best solo. I, I'm never gonna argue with that.
3: This is how you know we're, we're, I'm an absolute kiss nerd because at any given time, I love I hate picking And any every song, every choice. I hate the choice because I want to
1: pick both. I love both songs. So. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I just the chorus on shock me. Uh, I was made for loving you versus black diamond. No way was I was made. No win. chance. There were certain matchups where I just laughed to
2: myself. I'm like, this, this this song has no chance.
1: Okay. And then you got Let Me Go versus Unholy. And Unholy is the only non-makeup song to win this round.
2: Unholy beat Let Me Go Rock and Roll, 62 to 38. Thank you, Unholy. Yeah. I got another, I got another hot take for
3: you guys that no one's gonna like. If you tell me "Unholy" is overrated, that, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> People like the idea of "Unholy" more than "Unholy." Stop! Don't say anything. That's here's why. That's terrible. The song is okay. It's good, <sighs> but they like the idea. The imagery of kiss is back. There's no more glam. It's Gene, a Gene single. It's evil Gene again. It's 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 kissing like that weird, you know sepia tone black and white tone in the video it's the idea of unholy more than the song the song
2: is okay another terrible take from joey i love it <laughs> thank you everybody thank you perfect yeah all right let's continue in this bracket deuce versus shock me i'll be honest with you i, I i'm i'm a big 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 deuce guy i love shock deuce pummeled. what's up
3: what size deuce are, we here, are we talking
2: hey, about here, Tom? Hey, door? I love Deuce. I love- <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised this was as bad of a blanket beating as it was. It, it, it really? was it was se- it was seventy thirty. Wow, seventy thirty. Yep. Wow. Couldn't then believe it. Then we get it.
1: down to Black Diamond versus Unholy, and there goes the non makeup era.
2: There it yep. goes. It was you had seventy. It was seventy three to twenty seven. Black Diamond. I now know. This- I said I wasn't going to read the percentages, but some of these are interesting.
1: Yeah. Now you end up with Deuce and Black Diamond. This is very interesting because the first time we did this tournament, okay, Black Diamond was in the other side against Detroit Rock City. Mm -hmm. So as a final, it lost. lost. So you really don't know. Oh, Deuce is the second biggest kiss song maybe, right? right? But now it went up against Deuce. The first time we did this bracket with Makeup, it was Deuce versus Detroit Rock City. Now you get Black Diamond heading up again. Black Diamond wins. How close was it?
2: This was literally 50-50 a few hours before the poll ended. Wow! Black, Black Diamond ended up winning fifty-one to forty-nine. It was it was the close the closest matchup throughout the entire tournament.
1: So isn't it funny that the three songs that we said critically might be the three best songs? Yep all right there towards the end, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Let's finish up the other side now. And that's Paul's bracket. Yep. Tears are falling. Number one. We ranked against nowhere to run. I wish nowhere to run had a fucking better chance. Uh, I think that should have been in there, but tears are falling, crushed it. And for
2: people asking why the number one seeds are the number one seeds. We we did this because we took the, we took the number one seeds from the makeup madness tournament. And, and uh, I'm sorry, we took the two number one seeds that faced off in the championship in the Makeup Madness, which was Deuce first DRC, and the two number one seeds that faced off each other in the non-makeup tournament, which was Tears of Fall and Lick It Up. We said, let's make those the four number one seeds. Because people are like, what the fuck? You got Tears of Fall and on number one? And be like, yeah, we do. So
1: Yeah, nobody is going to be happy no matter what. So I'm going to fuck. Right, right, right. All right. Then you got War Machine 8 against She. This one really bothers me. Yes. I don't know how War Machine
3: beats She. I really I'll tell you don't.
1: what,
2: I'll, I have a theory on this, Joey. I think it's exactly the reason you stated. I think they have brainwashed people yes. into thinking it's a classic. Agreed. Yep. Or perhaps
1: it's just because it's a way better song.
2: It's not way better. It's, it's not way better.
1: Part. War it's Machine. It's a good song. It's a good song. If you, I, I get the repetitiveness in, in the fatigue is a kick-ass song. It the is. The lyrics, the fucking power, the riff. She is awesome too. I just think War Machine is a step above, but I'm glad they took '80s makeup over a, a classic uh, early Kiss makeup. Something different, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So let's move along. Now you got calling Doctor Love against uh, all night. You knew that. No sh-
2: Yeah. No. No shot. No shot. Oh, and then, then this next one was devastating to you, Zeus.
1: Shout it out loud! <laughs> one of the most fucking annoying fatigued songs. Against Take It Off, the part of the fucking holy trilogy of Paul Stanley excellent sex songs. Take It Off is such a so much of a better song. Now, now,
3: don't get me wrong, I love both of these songs. It's always hard for me to choose, and I love 80s Kiss. I love Take It Off, even though that's I know it's 90s. Um, But I know you guys shit on Shout It it Out Loud. I will tell you, if a non kiss fan has never heard kiss before in their life and like who is this band kiss that you love so much i have to tell you i think i play them shouted out loud the first song and here's why it has the double it has the double vocals right which is awesome it has obviously the cat it has the super catchy chorus it's upbeat it has the message Detroit Rock City is great, but it's a little bit deeper than the normal Kiss song, right? It's about a car accident and so on and so forth. Shout it out loud, which is to me is better than Rock and Roll All Night because Rock and Roll All Night, the recording is – wait, not a song. The recording of Rock and Roll All Night, even the live version, to show someone as their first Kiss song, I I don't know if they get it. I really would show Shout It Out Loud. If you told me the quintessential Kiss song to show a new listener – I really would show them shout it out loud.
2: It's funny because the problem I have with that song is—is is I have the chorus. I think the verses are amazing. I think the verses are amazing in that song. The trade-off with Paul and Gene, and just the verses themselves. But then that yeah. chorus is just like, ah, I, I get it. It's a—it's a—it's it's a, a—it's a crowd pleaser. I get it.
1: But all right, so I don't like the fucking guitar in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Ding 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 ding. I think I fucking listen to Ravi Shaman, whatever the fuck his name is, is hey, playing nice. that. Be oh nice. God.
3: this show is getting
1: canceled. Then you got Parasite versus All Hell's Breaking Loose, Battle of Riffs. All Hell's yeah. Breaking Loose should have fucking stomped it. No, what? Absolutely, Ugh. All Hell's Breaking Loose is a fucking kiss classic. The lyrics, what? that riff, Vinny, the solo, Oh. Parasite. I guess, Harris. I agree. I like. I like All Hell's two terrible takes i love you guys but go I, ahead parasite's a good song but that's another one the rift is better than the song agreed um, God. God. so now we get come on and love me and poor hard luck woman you know fuck that fuck that song come on and love is the fucking <laughs> goat come on fuck. and love
3: me so again when kiss you know tell, is jamming fucking classics down our throat that war machine and say yeah they won't play. Why Come on is, and love me. Why is not "Come on and love me" considered a classic after all these years? Why? Who decided one
1: day there's got to be a reason? Classic. It, it all yeah. Paul, Paul Stanley did.
2: I mean, it's on a live, so. it's on double platinum, it's on. They they did. It, it's been part of set list for forever,
1: but they don't want to do it. Somewhere, nope. somewhere along the line, he sang the song, had difficulties, or somebody told him something. Oh wow, that was pretty rough. Get that out that. of the set list.
3: Hysterical is like again. Paul. You don't need come on and love me in that set. You should be playing War
1: Machine. <laughs> oh, God, yuck! All right, then you get into King of the Nighttime World versus Hotter Than Hell. I, I mean, I like Hotter Than Hell live. Uh, not a big fan of any part of it over being overplayed. King of the Nighttime World.
2: It's one of the greatest songs. King of the Nighttime World is is starting to approach super overrated levels for me. It's good, but people people rave about that song, and I think that's because it's it, it's they don't play it live. It's it's relatively a deep cut. I mean, I know it's on a live too. It's not on, but it, and I, I get it. I get it. It's good, but it's it's good. Dude,
3: and I say almost the other way with with Harder Than Hell. I think Harder Than Hell because of the shitty recording on the first on that record, it's underrated. I think it's a great song. It's a great live song. Live song. It sounds so shitty on that first record. Yes. Paul shoves it down
1: our throat, though, too.
3: Even worse, the re-records, whatever the hell they're called. Oh, yuck. It's it's literally the worst Eric Singer drumming you'll ever hear in your life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a matter of... Hotter than Hell, King of the Nighttime, Paul Stanley screaming, "I'm the king, I'm the, like that, that's fucking ballsy." Yep. Anyway, uh, the actually now I take it back. Yes, the most overrated Kiss song, Strutter, versus another overrated Kiss song, Making Love. My God,
2: I can't believe you think. Str- I- strutters fucking we should have put strutter 78 mid-
1: in here <laughs> it's a, str- a plodding mid temple song okay
3: I'm very upset that strutter made it as far as it did I really am I
1: Thank will
2: you. tell you I, I will tell you right now I am shocked it made it to the final four never in a million years did I think that it would beat out stuff like come on and love me or shout it out loud or call and talk law Lo- I People cannot believe cannot stupid. stupid cannot believe strutter made it to the final four
3: when we get there, I'm curious to see what how what that poll was to come on and love me, Strutter. Okay, okay,
1: all right. So now you got tears are falling versus War Machine, the number one song and the winner of the un uh, non makeup bracket, knocked out by War Machine. Yep, awful. Yep, yep. calling Doctor Love, shout it out loud. Fucking calling Doctor Love loses. I can That's that's that, a, that's a, that is appalling. No, this appalling. is appalling. Right. Do you know what? what I like? Do you know what I like? Is the do you... three versions that you can get of calling Dr. Love. Yeah. Smashes the du- double platinum, double platinum yeah. and studio. And, and I don't know which one I like more. There's I, I wish they would put my favorite parts of each version into one song <laughs> because there's different parts that I like. But anyways, uh, I calling Dr. Love loses to shout it out loud. Then you get Parasite versus come on and love me. Thank God. Come on and love me one. Agreed. Right, And then King of the Nighttime World Against Strutter And the Strutter surprise wins continues It beat King of the Nighttime World
3: That's very surprising To me I'm surprised Kiss fans still love Strutter As much as they do I thought that would be gone relatively early
1: Yep Uh, War Machine against Shout It Out Loud Shout It Out Loud wins
3: Thank God Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Come on and love me Versus Strutter what the fuck those. is the Kiss Army thinking strutter wins? Joey,
2: it was 53 to
3: 47. See that fucking Charlie Barone must have put his Charlie. name on Strutter and caused one vote might have caused that to flip. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie if you voted Barone. for that
1: It's X-Y-Z-ing. Tony Barone the tax man, ABCPA. Oh god almighty. All right, then you get shouted out loud versus Strutter again strutter wins what Weird. the fuck
2: Bro, i don't uh, this what? honestly i've said just cannot believe this th- and i love it i i wave the flag for strutter out of all three of us i love strutter making it to the final four blew me away absolutely all right let's go over to the peter bracket you got now the i will one? now I, I i will say this real quick about the peter bracket this was the bracket that fucked up the most people's brackets there was because a lot of these matchups were very tight all the way except for drc which Cruz and won the bracket but i'm saying those early rounds this was the bracket that when i was scoring everything this was the
1: one that everybody had the toughest with number one detroit rock city versus charisma charisma should have (laughs) won oh stop it (laughs) beat down christine 16 versus hide your heart christine 16 Fucking I love I love them both, but love gun so. a love gun song ain't gonna lose. No, nope. Another high seed for make non makeup knocked out already. Cold Colgin versus I just wanna. I love I Speaking just wanna. of boring and plodding and
2: unlistenable, <laughs> Cold Colgin <laughs> oh, oh, written say, by Ace. Ace is the I, best. Ace. I
3: thought you were gonna say I just wanna again. Here's a take revenge over
2: fucking. What do you call it? Rated. Oh, oh uh, dude. I, uh, I never I never learned that until we started doing the show that people think revenge is overrated. Yeah. I get it, but I don't know, yeah. man. You guys all it's okay. Albums. It's it's okay. It's, it's better than it's, okay. It's more of the imagery that Kiss was back than it was the songs. Plus the production sounds immaculate on it. It sounds yep. the album sounds. Amazing. Well. Sonic I agree.
3: Sonically, sonically, yes. Sonically and imagery, they're back. If you yeah. take that imagery and you take those sonics and throw them onto the crazy nights songs, Crazy
1: Nights is way better. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. More terrible takes, um, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not with my way. Is my way still on that? And is my, uh, uh, I'll I'll my way hell. didn't even, my way didn't even make the tournament? It was in my bracket. I put it in. <laughs> and not in I'll fight fucking Joey Cassada to hold you, whatever that song is. Uh, then the battle of the theme songs. Bruce Kulick. Hey, guys, Bruce Kulick loves to say that God gave rock and roll is his era's anthem. Bruce and went up against- God gave rock
2: and roll to win his <laughs> entire tournament. And God love Bruce Kulick, who we love and adore. That poor guy posted his bracket on social media and got. Bludgeoned by assholes out there. <laughs> and I'm like, this is Bruce Kewing.
1: Just give the guy a break. It's his song. <laughs> to, he was on re- to the point uh, that he emailed us, like, he no. emailed us. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> These piss fans are
2: really passionate. <laughs> he was trying to because Bruce is the nicest guy in the world. Uh, he emailed Bruce. us. He emailed <laughs> us. He goes. Pretty much saying your listeners are a bunch of fucking assholes. What the hell? Like, oh wow.
3: my god, poor Bruce. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So yeah, Rock and Roll Night just stomp, curb stomp. God gave Rock and Roll as it should have. Yeah. Mister Speed against one of the worst Kiss songs that's loved, and that is Crazy Nights. Thank. Let it. me tell you right now. We'll, we'll get.
2: We'll, we'll get to it, but Mister Speed making it to the elite eight. Yes. Shocking. Pleasantly love surprised, it. but shocking. love it. Me love too. It. Me too. Uh,
1: forever against ladies'
2: room. Terrible. Te- I love forever, but ladies' room is one of my all-time favorite Gene songs. Forever, is ladies just room.
1: such a great song. So it forever is, wins around. So we'll take that. Non makeup. Yeah. I love it loud against nothing to lose. Come on. Terrible, baby. Joey. Nothing to tell, lose. Please tell us who nah, should but, have won this. Now hold on a second. Oh no! Listen, oh, no. you got to take it for what it
3: is. I love it loud is shoved down our throat, so we hate it. We now we hate it. If you put on creatures of the night. Yep. And you put on I Love It Loud, try to listen to it with clean ears. It sounds awesome. It's, it's fucking great.
2: It's not better than it's Nothing amazing. to Lose.
3: Yes, it is. Um, I don't know. So here's the one thing I not, I'm not putting it on right now ahead of Nothing to Lose. But just because I've heard it too many times, the recorded version on Creatures is incredible.
1: It is. I agree. Here's the thing I will say. I have a hard time when I listen to a new album that I just bought from a band like to listen to it first time through like what I like. If you bought okay, Creatures and mm-hmm. you listened in I Love It Loud came on for the first time, there's no way that chorus doesn't stay with you. Oh, okay, I would yeah. say I would say the same thing for Nothing to Lose. The I remember chorus. when I got back into Kiss and I'm like Nothing to Lose must be a cover. It's so fucking catchy. What is that? A Beatles song or a be- Beach Boys the chorus and everything, that's another one that would stick with you. Both of those songs have such catchy choruses. Yeah. And I so yeah, I can see and I love it loud is more um popular to the KISS fans out there because they don't they play it every time. Exactly. So, Heaven's on fire versus got to choose. Another overrated song. Got Thank God. Choose. Got to choose is horrendous. It's not just overrated. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> all right. Let's circle back to this bracket. DRC versus Christine 16. Not even close. I'm assuming. Nope. Cold gin versus rock and roll all night. Once again, rock and roll all night gets knocked out in the second round.
2: No offense. What a boring matchup. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it just
1: two classics. Fatigue songs. I know, I know, but yikes! Ace yeah. called Ace wrote "Cold Gin."
2: Oh. Yeah. This next matchup was, blew me away.
1: All right, um, Mister Speed against Forever. Two great I,
2: songs. I cannot be- and I love. I cannot believe a quote unquote hit like Forever, a ballad lost to. The deepest of deep cuts, which it's probably not even a deep cut anymore because it's coming out full. Nope.
1: On nope.
3: Yeah, it's one of those things, the same thing, like I said, with Unholy, the idea of Mr. Speed is better than the songs. It's it's a good song. I love it. Yeah. The demo is better. It, it's just over the years, it's become this cult classic that yes. people go, oh, God, Mr. Speed. Oh, my. It's the greatest song ever. It's yep. okay.
1: I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All these songs that people are like, oh, I wish they played this. Okay. None of these songs are fucking "Stairway to Heaven or Free Bird that will right. mind-numbing fuck you for years to come because you heard the guitar solo and it meant something to you. All these songs are good songs. So you'll live if you don't hear Mr. Speed. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. All right? So now you got I Love It Loud versus Heaven's on Fire. Shocking. I thought the fatigue on I Love It Loud would lose. Yeah. There That's is a
2: price. There is no planet where... I Love It Loud is better than Heaven's on Fire. No planet for me. Heaven's on Fire. I don't care if it's fatigued or overplayed. Jericho raves about it. It's his favorite No makeup song, I believe. It's still awesome. I love it. Again, it's hard because it is so overplayed, but it really is.
3: It's a perfect song. It is. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal song. It's just that we've heard it so many times, but again, if you take it, don't listen to it now the way they do it now. Put on Animalize, yep, and put on Heaven's on Fire. Or put amazing. on the video; it's fucking great.
1: Yep. You know what I think of, guys? I think of when I was in junior high and I just got back into Kiss and stuff, and I was buying the cassettes and buying them back. What yep. I felt and thought of when when I had the Animalize cassette. And heaven's on fire, and I got to play that song on my cassette no, player.
2: Me too. Wow. I was like, "Holy!"
1: Fuck. You're like, you're dr- you're so driven to get to it. So, yep. All right. So now we're at DRC versus Colgin. Another curb stomp. I'm assuming it was. Yep. Mister Speed versus I love it loud. I, I can cannot believe Mister Speed. Not. I cannot
2: can can believe. I this to me. We had a lot of shocking outcomes in this tournament. I mean, it was close. It was fifty three forty seven, but I, just shocking, shocking that Mister Speed beat a, a song that is just like a disease you can't get out of your head. Think of the you hits it
1: beat. It beat "Crazy Nights." It beat "Forever," and it beat "I Love It Loud."
2: That's insane. That's a
3: run, right? It's the idea of it. It's. I'm telling I think you, you're right. Pe- people, it's this cult favorite all of a sudden that people have to vote for. Yep.
1: Yep. Well, the Bob Kulick. Demo version on the box set is so much better. Just the extra guitar fills he does yeah. it makes it so much better. Then it just it went up against the juggernaut. It wasn't going to beat it. Detroit Rock City versus Mr. Speed. Detroit Rock City makes it in the final four.
2: Yeah, no, no chance. How close was that, Tom? Not, not close. That that was 26. Yeah, yeah,
1: not close. Yeah, I don't think Detroit Rock City really had much competition until the final.
2: I think, I think, yeah, I think the biggest competition was the final. Yep.
1: All right, let's get to the last bracket. Ace, lick it up versus creatures of the night. I cannot fucking believe what happened here. The number one seed and Tom and I almost did not have creatures of the night in this tournament. That's a, just out of curiosity. Why do you have creatures as sixteen? How does that work? Because in our because
2: it almost didn't make the tournament at all. We were almost going to do a play in a play-in matchup like the NCAA tournament. And we're like, "Ah, oh, we'll throw it at a 16 and it beats yeah. fucking Lick It Up.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those songs that I don't, I don't know. We're online. We're social kiss fans. I've never heard really that much clamor for creatures of the night. The song, the album, the song, I, have, I get it yeah, has but, a big fandom, but the song,
3: I think in general, just because it's on the album that I agree. Love so much. It's good. I really
2: thought I, I wish I thought Lick It Up had that, It's a classic non-makeup Kiss song. I thought I thought that would at least win that. So how the fuck
1: did it lose? Lick It Up we put as a number one scene. Yep. I mean, even to the point where it's so I remember when I first fucking heard Kiss was back, and I wasn't into them again, but I heard about Kiss is playing, and they had this song called Lick It Up, which I thought was oh my god, that's so dirty. And then you heard the riff, and they're doing the it was so badass that they were back with the song we know what we hear lick it up now we hear it every time and we get fatigued with it and stuff and the only problem I have with it that fatigue factor but it's still such a over the top catchy riff awesome fucking chorus and even the family guy talked about how douchey it is by every time he was in they were in the Hummer no matter what station (laughs) he was in on the Hummer they they would go to fucking lick it up that's fucking awesome
2: so I got a, f- a hilarious anecdote. The timing couldn't have been more perfect. So the day of, my, of our recording, my son, who's a freshman out in college, sends me this text and says, I randomly decided to look up Kiss music videos on YouTube. This is him word for word. The Lick It Up music video is making me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs>
1: It's an apop- you, ap- apocalyptic world that we're living in, and I have did to. You eat not meet on a stick and beat? Did up Did you people. not
3: teach him about the birds and the bees, Tom? Does uh, he understand what lick it up means? Uh,
2: no, that that he gets. He's talking about the video itself. What is happening with like with, with all them? Oh, I just thought it was hilarious. I just thought it was, incredible. I love it.
1: Wonderful. Firehouse. Do you love me? Do Tough matchup for me. Tough yep, matchup for me. Two classics. Firehouse. Yep. I love it. Yep. Uh, rocket ride versus watching you two great riffs another tough matchup can't
3: believe rocket ride beat watching rocket rides underrated for me i love it
1: it's a great i, I do too I the do riffs too. are awesome on that but watching you what do we think of tom winterland all the time oh my yeah. god it's just so fucking yep. awesome god yep. of thunder and who wants to be lonely thank god god of thunder one
2: speaking of overrated
1: go ahead oh
3: Oh, I I know I picked Who Wants to Be Lonely is my favorite non-makeup song. I love it.
1: This
2: is a
3: real oh wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it the Paul Stanley video with the chest hair and shit?
1: It's just so goddamn catchy. It's a great, great song. It is good song. It's not God of Thunder is just legendary at this point. Million to one versus not for the innocent. Two great lick it up songs. And yes. I'm glad Tough. that people know the brilliance of a million to one. Tough matchup. Yep. Yep. Uh, love gun versus love her all I can. Another tough matchup yep. for for me at least. For me at least. Sure knows something versus a hundred thousand years. Thank this God. Sure this should have been one hundred percent to zero. <laughs> sure knows something. But it was is incredible. All right, I, I stole your love versus a good song fits like a glove. Joey, where do you stand on fits like a glove? <laughs> It's funny, like even from the
3: Animalized Live Uncensored, I like Fits fits Like a Glove, but I, and I love it on Animalized Live Uncensored. I love it, but I didn't understand after that time period. Listen, it's, it's on Lick It Up and then they play it on the Animalized tour. After that, it really was never hit. It never really took off anywhere. I'm not sure why do they keep playing it? Throughout it the eighties. It
2: got the, the thing it's that blew away song, is how, that's the why. thing that blew me away is how it got legs and made it onto that famous Hot in the Shade set list. Right? What, how, I, out of Hot in the Shade, they
3: revamped everything, brought in all the old seventies stuff. How did it's that just, get on there? It's out of place.
1: I like the song. Me too. But it doesn't fit in Who are they gonna into, put on the there from seven? Gene in that time period? And on the eighth day?
2: I think Not you're right. On, that's the that's the problem. There was nothing from Gene they could have put in that from that era. Not for the
3: innocent. I mean, I don't know if it's a great live song, but not for the innocent. He doesn't know how to song.
1: act though to do that yeah. song anymore. Yeah. You know, versus "Fits Like a Glove" is a kind of a sex song. Besides, you got Paul shaking his ass and being a buffoon <laughs> to the camera in Eyes <laughs> Live. Not I just true. think that I just uh, think they their their
3: mindset at that point was fast, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And that's what "Fits Like a Glove" was—young and wasted. Same thing, right? Yep. Yes.
1: Creatures of the Night versus Firehouse. What Come the on, fuck? people? What's Come on, wrong people. with you people? This is right. Creatures of
3: the
2: Night. Oh.
1: oh my God. uh Rocket Ride versus God of Thunder. Thank God. God of Thunder. No. One. Rocket
2: Ride. Right, Rocket Ride is ten thousand times better than God of Thunder.
1: A million to one versus Love Gun. Sorry. A million to one's a better song. It's but a Love Gun song. was it's not great, it's Fucking. A, it, a million to one is a great. So that's another song. I'm
2: sorry. That is another song that has fallen into the Mr. Speed world of. It's, it's so it. underrated. It's a, It's the best Paul Stanley song. It should have been a hit.
1: I'm trying to think of another solo that I like better in the '80s than the a Million to One solo. By it's a Green.
2: great song. I
3: agree. The I love.
1: Fucking it. solo is yeah. brilliant. Well, listen, and I, I can...
3: love a million to one. And if you ask me what I want to put on right now to sing along to and listen to, it's a million to one. Great song. Love, love gun is perfect. Yes, it's a,
1: agreed. It's, a perfect it's, it's song. tiring. It is, but that doesn't mean it's not but, good. Yeah, but doesn't it's, mean only it's not tiring
3: good. because we've experienced it so yeah, much. You
1: want me to come out there? No, don't come no,
3: out there. No, but you, you're you associating Love Gun yes. with that horse
2: shit. Which yeah, is terrible. That's why. Put on the studio version from Love Gun, Burn the on album. That bucket. And it's fucking yeah. the best. It's the best.
3: Guitar solo is insane. It's perfect. It's the best.
1: Um, and and then I like the version where they don't have the back where Paul's not singing. Right. Yes, I, know what you I mean. think yeah. that's on yeah. Smashes. I think they do it like that. Oh, it's great. Terrible. <laughs> I hate that uh, album. Sure know something versus I Stole Your Love. I'm sorry, this was tough for me. I gotta tell you right now, this was like
2: picking between like my two loved ones because these are two of my personally all time favorite kiss songs off two of my all time favorite kiss albums. I think I, I, I think I may have closed my eyes and just picked one. I don't know. I think I picked "I Stole Your Love," but my God, tough matchup. "Show No
1: Something" is a song that I put on my car, and my daughter goes, "Can you play that One Kiss song?" Yep. She goes to it. She it's, loves "Show No Something."
2: Yep. Joey, right. where do you stand on this matchup? Just two different ends of the spectrum. I love "Show No Something," it but is.
3: you can't deny, again, "Love Gun" probably my favorite Kiss record. Yep. You can't deny "I Stole I Stole Your Love." I oh, agree. God. I agree. They kick into
1: that as an opener. Undeniable yep Creatures of Night versus God of Thunder Thank god somebody fucking Pulled uh, a win over creatures Oh my god uh, God of Thunder wins that Love Gun versus I Stole Your Love Now people Oof. will say The exact a, same thing you've been saying about What a this. I Stole Your Love beat out Legendary Love Gun
2: I agree. That's
1: a huge upset That was a surprise was to it, me Was it close Tom
2: Let's take a look. I stole your love versus uh it was it was 55 to 45. So fairly close. Yeah. A, a lot of votes, a lot of votes. So 55 45. All
1: right. God of Thunder versus I stole your love. And Thank then God. I stole your love Thank. one. Thank God I stole I like your that. love. Yeah, I, you I don't like it. I don't like that. Yeah. Dude, God yeah. of Thunder can, I can like the studio version. Then I like the alive too, like the fucking heavy version. See, this is the thing I laugh about here. You were complaining about plotting songs. There is no song plottinger than God of Thunder. But the Ezra effect on this song. The okay. little kids, the fucking chains, you can hear shit in the background. The dent it's just this four I can't I I, I, I can't, I I fucking love it. I cannot
2: stand it live. Like, God fuck, of it's, Thunder,
1: incredible so live. It
2: only it's
3: almost like a soundtrack song to a movie, like a classical soundtrack song. Yeah, where you're yeah. picturing. Yep. You got to picture the imagery of God of Thunder, or it doesn't work. And yep. that's why I think it works so well because you're picturing the blood, you're picturing Gene, you're picturing all the fire. There. Without Fair. that stuff, it 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 it's it's a good song. It, it's yeah.
1: not a great song. Yeah. I love it and the other thing that I think of the image Of God of Thunder I think of that VH1 honors fucking When all those musicians came out To do it again
2: yeah. oh yeah. yeah And the yeah.
1: fucking way they did it Fast that yeah. Fast and heavy version of it And uh, what's his name uh, And Rob Zombie the way he was Fucking singing it and moving awesome. his legs And yep. fucking Tommy Lee and the guitars And Ace was out there Fucking awesome. Awesome live crazy version. It was good. So now we got the final four. Black Diamond versus Strutter. DRC versus I stole your love. Black Diamond fucking beat Strutter. Thank God. Yes. And Detroit Rock City, I was nervous against I stole your love. Both of these
2: matchups were blanket beatings. Really? 60 something to 30 something on both of them. Wow.
1: Yep. Then we get to the final Black Diamond Detroit Rock City. How close did Black Diamond come? 60 to 40 DRC. I think that is D- the D- closest D- they they well, had. DR, DRC
2: pulled like a like a 92 Duke University run in this <laughs> they just crushed. They crushed everybody. And they did it and they did, and they did it in the Makeup Madness tournament too. They, they no matchup is close pretty much with DRC. Ever. I was
1: curious. I don't remember what it was. DRC versus Deuce, but I'm sure, I don't think it was close either mm-hmm. then. You know, the
3: Detroit the, the, the City Black Diamond matchup is, is very so classic to me. And I think that's what I had in my final two as well. I'm not positive, but uh, Black Diamond is more of that stairway to heaven, you know, anthemic, you know, epic type song with all the different changes and the different parts and the imagery and the, and the, the emotion. Where Detroit City is just that straight ahead, balls. undeniable catchy song catchy probably the best guitar solo ever maybe such a great perfect song it they're two ends of the spectrum i wouldn't i wouldn't have been disappointed if either one of them won but i understand why detroit rock city wins
2: yeah me too
1: yeah i don't think we can top this one this was a lot of fun yeah but- I love the fucking conversation we can have and people can have with their Kiss friends. Sit down and break these songs and discuss them and go back and forth. And it doesn't mean any one of us is right if they have a feeling about one song versus the other. But it is funny how a lot of the way we describe these songs is through the eyes of how Kiss fans think of these songs, not our own personal. I also, just as a personal side note, I I love.
2: No, I love talking about the tournament every year. And Joey, this is the first time you've joined us, and it's obviously awesome. But for me, this has been a nice palate cleanser over the last two weeks with dealing with the Ace shit. And I know it was fun <laughs> and entertaining. And But when when we have episodes where we're talking about the music, I love these episodes. I love the drama and the bullshit with Ace and whatever and bitching about Paul and stuff. But when you talk about the music, th- this is this is why we love the band.
3: Yeah, listen, we bitch all the time. We, You know, the Festivus episode is so much fun. Oh, we yeah. Love to, we yeah. love to complain. But at the end of the day, it's the music. Nothing, there's nothing better than Kiss music.
0: That's yeah. right.
1: So like to congratulate again our winner, Josh Brown. Yep. Uh, great job. And we really want to thank our sponsors. Thank you goes out to ABCPA Inc. Uh, Tony Barone. Uh, we want to thank you. Got to thank our our buddies over at Gene Simmons Money Bag Sodas. Uh, Thank you for helping us out along the way and uh, uh, for hooking up the winner with a pack of sodas and a t-shirt. And also, we got to thank, once again, Jersey Ninjas. Uh, Second time they've helped us out and sponsored uh, a giveaway for us got to check out them their website awesome kiss jerseys they've got iron maiden jerseys they've got great shirts that i'm gonna like for instance they have a blend of the patriots colors on a bruins jersey so they'll take your football team we're gonna get that for joey yeah they'll take your football team colors and put it on your hockey team's jersey so it's fan fucking fantastic. So it's, if you like the, like I don't know if it's the Giants and you put them on the Rangers uniform, it's fucking Yuck. great. So yeah, no, I know. What a what now a loser shirt of, all, that is. All
3: of a sudden you piqued my interest here. What's yeah. going on here? Matt, but anyways, Matt, thank Matt, you to the
1: three sponsors and I also get a shouted out loud cast t-shirt. Woohoo! That's right. Um, That's right. Thank you guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll end on no, not end. And we usually go to question of the week. But this time, since Joey's a guest, we'll let Joey ask a question for all of us. All right, you goofy morons. If
3: you could go back in time, one moment of ink history, you're a fly on the wall. You get to experience it. What's the moment? Oh, oh. I'll tell you mine Why you think. Go ahead, go ahead, because this is a good one. And I know it's it's probably a ridiculous moment to go back to, but I don't know why. And it's something I always, I'm always so curious about in the grand scheme of history. I want to be a fly on the wall in the studio when Peter comes in with the music stand for that last <laughs> rehearsal. I want to see what happens. I want to see, are they telling the truth? Could Peter really not play anymore? or are they just so done with his antics that it didn't matter if he could play well anymore. They were cutting him loose anyway. I'm so curious about what really happened that day. What do you guys got?
1: Uh, Me, I would say I'm trying to think of like a jubilant moment. Like, so I would say, how about this? I would like to be in the dressing room when they got off the stage at Tiger stadium after the first night. Mm -hmm. And hang out with them afterwards and see if there were some camaraderie, some love, and they like, you know, hug each other and they'd be like, we fucking did it. And just love be it. around them for that night. I yeah. think that was, I think if you think about it, that might be their most triumphant moment in the band's history.
2: For me, I would want to be a fly on the wall during the photo shoot for Alive Two, watching <laughs> them do the gate, watching them do the gatefold shoot. All those poses, if you go online, that that entire photo album of Shots, that's my favorite era. Joey, it's my favorite Kiss album. I mean, I love Love Gun, but Alive 2 encompass all that. And just just seeing them in action, taking those photos and seeing kind of how that iconography was just made, Alive 2.
1: Yeah, uh, I yeah, thought I you were going I mean, to say that... hotter than hell.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's a good photo that. shoot to be Orgy. part of too.
3: That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tom wouldn't have made it out of there alive. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, guys. Tom's uh, got. Tom goes to bed at at ten thirty. He can't make it. He would. No, it's make th- it.
2: it's Thursday night. I can I can hack it. I'm good. I'm good. It's Thursday night.
1: Tom, where can people find us?
2: Go to our website. We love when people check out our website. Shout it out loudcast All the episodes are on there. Everything. Links to buy merch. Do the uh, Patreon is there. You can join through there. You can join all our social media. Everything's there. All the episodes, comments, questions, everything right through the website's the best place. If you want to go old-fashioned email, you can do so at shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that great stuff. Another big shout-out to all our Patreons. We love you guys. And again, another shout-out to Josh for being a patron and the tournament winner. And we always like to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows.
1: Yeah, don't forget to DM us Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us one of those five-star Child reviews. Uh, and I always like to repeat the website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. As Tom mentioned, uh, you want to support the show, you make sure you give us one of those five-star reviews. Join our Patreon and uh check out our Amazon store and our merch store. Make sure you go in there and see what's up. Then also our email, shout it loudcast at gmail.com, shout it loudcast at gmail.com. Joey, where can people find you yo obviously obviously all on social media at
3: joey casada you can check me out on all the platforms go to my youtube page joey casada on youtube check out all my videos my podcast top five with joey casada's on there all my episodes we have new episodes every week a dropping friday audio on friday video on saturdays every week check me out again follow me i'm with eric martin all summer we'll be playing some shows this summer just recorded some stuff with Ace. Hopefully, the, it'll, the album will be out. I'm hoping soon, maybe sooner than later. I, I don't really know a release date, but uh, nice. check us out. zo 2 is back, my original band. We got a new record coming out this summer. Check us out. Awesome. Nice.
1: Nice. All right. Well, we like to end with famous last words. Joey, do you have any for us?
3: Oh, geez. I mean, uh, I think I did this on... Uh, one of my one of my shows, the the worst lyrics I've ever heard, but this, it doesn't play well in today's world. But. When she says, stop. Baby,
2: go, go, go. That's thanks. <laughs> nice. So not only are offending multiple races of people, well, minimizing what? date rape. Wonderful. I,
3: I would never offend races. You, the, you racist idiots did that. Look, I
2: like to say I like to say, welcome, new listeners. Thanks for participating, because this is the last episode.
3: Tom, that's my goal every time I come on. Hopefully I close you guys
2: down. <laughs> Thank well, I'm, you. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite songs that probably should have made it to the finals, and that is You Never Stop Running Around. You pick me up, then you could still put me
1: down. Woohoo. All right. 12 o'clock, I got a rock. There's a truck ahead, light staring at my eyes. Oh, my God. No time to turn. I got to laugh because I know I'm going to die. Why? (laughs) Because I'm in Kiss. (laughs) Because I didn't have my electric (laughs) bike. (laughs)
0: Oh, boy, oh, boy.
1: Tom, Joey (laughs) Casada. Loudcasters, FO Two Tards, anybody listening out there. Thank you.
2: Joey, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. We have a blast as always. Thank you, buddy. And Zeus, as always, my friend. Thank you, Joey. Say something nice. Visit Frankie Z's XYZ (laughs) Inc.
3: for your all your tax problems. If you're a, if you're Tom and Zeus, who obviously have major tax issues, you're gonna need all the (laughs) underhanded help you can get with BBQ, Inc.
1: I love my tax accountant. He's a great guy. Jesus Christ. Hey, Tom, it says here you
3: made $3 last year. What the <laughs> fuck does this say? Why do I only make $3?
2: You gotta call BBQ.com to get your taxes taken <laughs> care of.
1: How do I write off $50,000 in merchandise sales? Hold on, you can't write off my big cute sea ink
3: uh, sponsorship on Shout It Out Loudcast. That's too much.
2: Shut your mouth, Casada. Peace out, Girl Scout.
0: What is this? You put gas in propane? If I had a gypsy in a van and I opened the gas, will it yeah, finish might, him? Probably. Yes? Yeah. How many gypsies could I finish with one canister? Probably had in the van. Well, let's say I wanted to... Uh, um, finish lives of 20 gypsy. Would this be enough? Maybe the bigger one. Uh, the bigger one? Yeah. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.